Hi, this is Ted from Book of Love, and you're listening to Deep Recorder. I'm P.F. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, comedian and political satirist Will Durst still faces the same challenges every day when looking at current events. Trying to find the funny, that's the hard part. (laughs) We'll hear more from Will in just a few minutes. The Conspiracy Nuts have a few things they'd like to discuss with you. We'll discuss them. But first, as always, fake news. Now, fake news with me. Ace of Bases' Ulf Ekberg wants to set the record straight. Speaking exclusively with E! News, the musician addressed the public firestorm over his alleged past Nazi ties after a report surfaced last Tuesday claiming that he was a member of a pro-Nazi band before he helped form the hit-making Swedish pop quartet that would eventually churn out hits like All That She Wants and The Sign. Ekberg insists that the band in question, Commit Suicide, did not write the controversial songs supposedly attributed to them, although he did apologize for past behavior that he called regrettable, apparently including the formation of Ace of Bass. Those kids weren't too bad. Legislation to end furloughs of air traffic controllers and delays for millions of travelers passed the House Friday after a dark-of-night vote in the Senate Thursday without even a roll-call vote. The vote in the Senate took place after most lawmakers had left the Capitol for a week-long vacation and had planes to catch. That's not a joke. Didn't you have to write a punchline for that one? That's actually true. The Swiss government on Wednesday announced a new policy to cap residence permits for all of Western Europe. Switzerland, which is not part of the EU but joined the Schengen bloc that allows freedom of movement of peoples across European borders, says that it is being overwhelmed by arrivals from across the continent to the tune of 80,000 people each year. Said one official, our borders are like domestic cheese. According to a shocking new report, marijuana was found on the tour bus of a world-famous musician. That would be Justin Bieber. His tour bus was raided Wednesday night in Stockholm, Sweden, after a police officer sensed what was considered to be a strong smell of marijuana, according to Sweden's English-language news website, The Local. Police found marijuana, a stun gun, but no traces of talent. Just yanking the beads chain there. A Russian court denied parole on Friday to a member of the feminist punk rock band Pussy Riot, who had already served almost half of her sentence for staging an irreverent protest against Vladimir Putin in Moscow's main cathedral. Nadza Tokolorinikova, 23, began serving her two-year sentence last summer on charges of hooliganism motivated by religious hatred for last year's demonstration. Russian officials said the band could have their sentences reduced if they made a tribute video to fellow Russian act Tattoo. Extra credit points if you get that one. And in a rare reunion, the five living American presidents gathered in Dallas this past Thursday to honor one of their own at the dedication of the George W. Bush Presidential Center. The presidents, Bush, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, and Jimmy Carter, were cheered by a crowd of former White House officials and world leaders as they took the stage together to open the dedication. The facility sits on 23 acres and has received positive reviews for its interactive displays. Also, if you go far enough into the museum, it becomes the Dick Cheney Presidential Center. And that's been Fake News with me. (laughs) 
Like a lot of real podcasts and radio shows, a PF tape recorder is often recorded out of order. In other words, uh, the interview may be recorded a couple of days before I do the dumb bits and fake news. Well, uh, such is the case with this episode. The interview you're going to hear with Will Durst after uh, the dumb bit here was actually recorded about two weeks ago. It was during the week of all the goings-on there in Boston. And in the course of talking to him and kind of how he was dealing with, you know, avoiding that subject uh, on stage and stuff like that, because it's, you know, the front of uh, everyone's thinking, um, I had made this prediction. Is that I'm just cringing looking at Facebook, waiting for, you know, the next conspiracy nut to come out and go, hey, you know, this was an inside job designed to take your guns away. Yeah. So there I am a couple days later, uh, stalking some old girlfriends on Facebook, and uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding, I, I don't have any old girlfriends. And uh, anyway, a guy from high school posts a video from someone named Colonel Potter. No, 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 not, not that Colonel Potter. Uh, this is a, a different Colonel Potter. This is a uh, Lieutenant Colonel Potter. Uh, Sherman T. Potter was a full bird colonel. So anyway... I click on the video and Lieutenant Colonel Potter starts off with this. Right now, you are seeing something happen where there are elements of our government that are at odds with each other. And to borrow a line from the uh, late and brilliant comedian Richard Jenny, thank you, Captain Obvious, or should I say, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Obvious. Please continue, Colonel. That is also part of what's going on with this Boston Marathon bombing thing. This was, in fact, a false flag. There it is. And, of course, uh, a couple days after the tragedies in Boston, we had in the city of West, Texas, a fertilizer processing plant explode. And I thought, wow, you know, if, if the conspiracy people are going to jump on anything, you think it would be this. It's a couple miles north of Waco, where the Branch Davidians perished in that uh, conflagration back in the 90s. Uh, but, no, it seems like people are going to let the people of West put their lives back together, figure out what happened, and... Uh... Hey, this is the man from Modesto. Some people are saying that this West Texas thing was just an accident. Oh, dear God. Listen to this. Uh, the Satanists, they join all these secret societies with the intent of bringing in the, gov the community leaders and then warping their hard work toward their own agendas. Okay, okay, a, a man from Texas. And I don't know, actually, if this guy's name is Amon from Texas or a man from Texas. But in any case, uh, I can only handle one conspiracy nut at a time. Getting back to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Potter, uh, uh, please explain how you've arrived at this conclusion, sir. Some of you that I sent this information out to, I came up with an emergency video a little while ago showing that uh, Alex Jones' Infowars, one of his investigators... Alex Jones? Uh, if that name sounds familiar... Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel okay. Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. And I'm here to tell you, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. That was Piers Morgan you heard uh, trying to get a word in edgewise with Alex Jones on the Piers Morgan show on CNN. And, and then we have our differences with Piers, certainly. He was trying to make, you know, a, uh, a cogent argument with Alex over what I guess is a hot-button issue. So you're probably thinking, well, Alex was, was probably getting uh, a little excited because normally he's a pretty level-headed guy. Nobody can stop them. They're having their way with America. They want our guns. A true voice of reason in these troubling times. Okay, so anyway, uh, the InfoWars uh, people are investigating this tragedy. And, and really, when there is some kind of tragedy like this or uh, some kind of investigation taking place, uh, who better and who more qualified to really dig down into the details of the situation than AM talk radio listeners? And it seems even Lieutenant Colonel Potter recognizes the absurdity of this uh, as he explains why the InfoWars uh, listeners slash investigators are so qualified to take on this investigation. 
but they were the best ones for this. Sorry, <laughs> like I said, this is really, this is crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And this is where I start to think that this video is actually a false flag. In other words, I'm thinking this is some kind of funny or die video I've stumbled onto. Uh, and then if I look closely enough, Lieutenant Colonel Potter is actually Will Ferrell uh, wearing a wig and some crazy makeup. But unfortunately, this thing goes on for 22 minutes. Understand that just like 9-11, you know, there are security cameras Okay, so here's the thing for me with these conspiracy theories is, first of all, if you apply some common sense, the whole thing falls apart because a conspiracy theory, in order to work, has to make sense. Oh, but of course, Lieutenant Colonel Potter has an answer for that. And I know that doesn't sound like it would make much sense right now, but you'd have to understand how these things are played out. Okay, so here's the problem I have with the conspiracy theories is that they have to make sense. And generally, they don't. If you apply a little common sense to them, the whole thing falls apart. And I think the real danger here is that, uh, yeah, you know, like I've always said, be wary of any big system, you know, be it a, a corporation, multinational corporation, bank, or a government. So is our government capable of doing some nefarious things? You betcha. There was Project Ultra, where they tested LSD on CIA employees and members of the military. There was Watergate. There was uh, oh, just countless, countless things that, you know, that turns out, and but that are investigated and are usually exposed eventually, you know, and but fit together. They make sense. Sense. And I think the problems with these conspiracy theories is that it's a boy who cried wolf situation where something you know awful is going to happen one day and people will be like, oh, well, that's just probably some nutty conspiracy theory, which kind of has me believing that maybe Mr. Jones and Colonel Potter are working in the opposite direction. Because I don't know what it qualifies you to investigate these things, but apparently it's a handy cam and an internet connection. So here's what I think we should do. The next time there's some sort of national incident where there's a lot of information flying around and uh, you know, a lot of facts to be sorted out and a lot of things to be looked at, uh, I think instead of listening to this Colonel Potter... The Boston Marathon bombing was a false flag. We'd probably be better off listening to this Colonel Potter. I love to go swimming with bow-legged women and swim between their legs. At least until we can gather all the facts, sort things out, and find out what's really going on. Will Durst is a comedian and political satirist who got his start in the 1970s in San Francisco. He's still going strong in the 21st century. He's got lots to make fun of, and here is our talk with Will Durst. Joining us on PS Tape Recorder, it's the return of Will Durst. Sir, how you doing? It's all good. How you doing, Wilson? I'm doing pretty good, sir. Um, uh, fortuitous you're on this week when we've just had the uh, the Senate failing to pass the uh, gun control measure, apparently backed by 90% of Americans. What did you make of all that? Backed by 90% of Americans and voted down by 90% of Republicans. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, so it seems to fit. Yeah, it, it, it is uh, such a weird deal. Yeah, well, it just proves that uh, their master is not the American people. It's the NRA. They're just, uh, the, the big pimp is the NRA. Absolutely, know? yeah. And, uh, and uh, they're just the little hookers on the street. 
you know, what's really weird about this is we have limits on the rest of the Bill of Rights. The First Amendment, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. You can't come up with some weird religion all of a sudden and try to usurp other laws like bigamy. It, there's there's limits, but when it comes to the Second Amendment, they're all like, no, no, everybody has to have guns, as many as possible, no limits, that's it. And they get away with it, which is just shocking. Well, what it is, is it's the uh, arrogance and chauvinism of stupid people. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, because you just tell stupid people someone wants to take away their guns, even though nobody wants to take away their guns. Exactly. But you tell them. You tell stupid people that someone wants to take away their guns, and they think someone wants to take... They don't investigate it themselves. No. There, there's no evidence that Obama ever wanted to take away anybody's guns. They put out lies on the interweb that everybody believes. Uh, the NRA lies. They have... Uh, there are people who are... Uh, Tom, Tom Coburn actually said it was going to raise taxes, for Christ's <laughs> sake. They just make crap up. Yeah. Once again, America's being held hostage by the Dem. Yeah. The, the, the low-information voter doesn't really invest, so they're, they're not going to care when it comes around 2014 that, you know, the will of the people was overridden. Another thing I find strange about this is I can think of three pretty liberal people, uh, Jimmy Dore, Rachel Maddow, and Bill Maher, all of which have extremely moderate positions on gun. Bill Maher, gun owner, he says because of, uh, he said on a show, because of all the nuts out there, so he has a gun. Rachel Maddow likes to go target shooting with her partner. And uh, Jimmy Dore on his show, this is really weird, uh, he was trying to talk to us, you know, he has a little panel on his show when he does it, and he said, you know, why do they want to have guns so much? Why are they so obsessed? And his panel said, well, a lot of them think it's because the government is going to come after them, and they thought that was crazy. And Jimmy Dore goes, I can see that. I, I, I understand their point. With that kind of, you know, give on our side, it's still, no, everybody has to have a gun, as many as possible, no background checks, no nothing. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you get, you get a registered to drive a car. Yeah. You know, you got you to get a card to take a, a book out of a library. So, I, I don't understand. I mean, it's a lethal weapon. Uh, uh, maybe people should know where you got it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So, uh, anything else irking you these days That uh, as much as that? Uh, well, trying to find the funny, that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's yeah. easy to find the funny, but without... Uh, I don't know, as we've discussed before, it's, I guess it's a, it's a, even harder these days to get people to laugh along instead of taking offense and going, hey, wait a minute. Well, I think Bobby Jindal was right. Uh, the the Republican Party is doomed to be the, the rich, white, anti-science, pro-gun, stupid party. And they seem to be happy with that. They're not going to do anything on immigration. They keep saying to Obama that, they're, you know, oh, we are going to compromise now because they read all that says yeah, that they're not the compromising party, so... Uh, everybody blames them for so now that oh no we might compromise and then no 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 <laughs> it's like Lucy in the football you yeah know? yeah well their compromise is we have this Marco Rubio guy and uh, Bobby Jindal has dark skin so that's enough that's our compromise <laughs> yeah yeah they're not actually going to change their policies We're not you know they might to those wear guys. more sombreros to photo ops but that's <laughs> <laughs> they may very well do that yeah. So, uh, how are your shows going? I mean, is it, or do people kind of know at this point what they're getting with a Will Durst show? This is a good week. Uh, you come here in the middle of a good week, so I'm very happy. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Last week was a good week, a uh, week before, so I've had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It's right after the election, you know, because uh, I had compiled like 90 minutes on what was going on. 
That's another thing and, I wanted to ask you. Is uh, did the election? Yeah, and now all that's obsolete. Nobody wants to hear about well, Rick Santorum or no. Michelle Bachman. No. You know, well, maybe in Minnesota I could do some Michelle Bachman. Well, the the paper up there has been City Pages uh, has been running these uh, things about. They ran a, a hilarious clip of her of on the talking to the uh, the CIA about drone strikes in Libya. And the CIA was like, "What the hell are you talking about? Does the White House have knowledge of drone strikes?" And they're like. Well, they don't have anything really to, to do with that. That's the direct. You'd have to talk to somebody, and she just wouldn't take an answer for an answer. <laughs> it was... Yeah, well, you know, she's got her own agenda, and, it, and she does not let the truth get in the way. So <laughs> not at you, all. you gotta, you got to admire that kind of tenacity. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens to, to her in the next election. But uh, somehow she's one of these people just finds a way, like, I guess... You know, you appeal to the lowest common denominator, and you survive. So one thing I wanted to ask you about, speaking of the election, was were you like me? Did the election just wear you out? You're the political guy, and uh, I, mean, I do some political stuff on the podcast here. But, man, after the election, I just felt like I'd run a marathon. Uh, I needed to rest for a while. It was exhausting, and uh, I, I had to de- decompress. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think... I think uh, I don't think I read a newspaper in December. It just took a lot out of me. Yeah, I stayed away from Facebook for the most part. I kept the post, you know, just things about entertainment and sports and things like that. I just was, you know, fight was out of me, but you know, at least it turned out well. Better than the alternative. Right. Exactly. And good for the country. Lousy for me though, because Obama is not a fodder. He's not a. Well, a, a rich, a rich vein of comedy material. Not as good as Romney, but you know, he's. Uh, he's a horrendous Romney, negotiator. Wonderful. Romney oh, yeah. had those, the cloned boys. He had uh, the wife who competes in equestrian events. Uh, dressage, to dance. darling. <laughs> the fact that he accused Obama of engaging in a class war, even though he's worth a, what, a quarter of a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, Romney was just one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been. But, of course, Obama's a horrible negotiator, comes to the table with already half of the position the other side wants. When they won't come to the table with any position at all, you want and still won't. So there's, you know, I guess if you if you dig down far enough, but yeah, it, was, it seemed to be a lot easier with uh, with Mitt Romney. Indeed, that whole field. How great was that? Was the field that was running? Yeah, Obama is limber. I will give you that. <laughs> um, yeah, any one of those uh, other seven GOP folks would have been would have been just amazing. Newt and. And Hum and Kane and Rick Perry and man, I know, I know. The list goes on and on. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they try to uh, bring up for 2016, which I guess everyone is already uh, speculating about. Do you have any hopes who it might be? Some well, names? you know, uh, as comedians, uh, we belong to the religion of recycling. So if there's any way that it could be Bush versus Clinton, that would be great. Oh yeah. So, I think that was, I think that was uh, the 1992 race, wasn't it? George Herbert Walker Bush versus, yeah, versus uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton and uh, Ross Perot. And would have Jeb Bush versus Hillary Clinton. Do you think they'll uh, can even consider like a Bobby Jindal or a Marco Rubio for a vice presidential? Or are they going to be too scared? Yeah, it depends on uh, on where the base is. You know, if the base is skitterish, uh, then they'll go with another you know safe white guy. Or maybe safe white girl. But, uh, oh yeah, if, if yeah. They're, if they're pretty secure, their base, they might, they might, uh, yeah, they might. Kelly Ayotte or 
you know, maybe Shindal or or uh, who's the the governor of South Carolina? Uh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, 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 Nikki Haley. Yeah. So what do you think of uh, uh, who the governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie? Well, he's got to somehow genuflect his way back into their good graces. He pissed them off by actually, you know, putting uh, the uh, <laughs> putting the state of his people ahead of uh, <laughs> party politics, and you don't do that. No. In the state's rights party, how ironic. <laughs> so uh, what are the kind of things you're talking about on stage these days? Well, stuff like that. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, people were all upset that Ikea had hoist meat in their meatballs, so... So my theory is maybe we shouldn't look to Swedish uh, furniture manufacturers for our nutritional needs. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot going on. It's actually been very ripe. Yeah, there does seem to be uh, a lot going on. You would, and you would think it would have been a slow news period, as we said, following the election and you know, kind of heading in spring and summer when uh, not a lot tends to happen. Yeah, but uh, this year, uh, oh, and then uh, the ugliness in Boston and uh, and all over, trying to ignore that on stage because you know. Oh yeah, yeah, soon. yeah. The the real unnerving thing about that is that, and even with this thing uh, down in West Texas, uh, the tragedy there is that I'm just cringing, looking at Facebook, waiting for you know the next conspiracy nut to come out and go, hey, you know. <laughs> So was an inside job designed to take your guns away. Yeah, but it was it was an explosion of a of a fertilizer. Doesn't matter. They're gonna take your guns away. Okay. So I'm waiting yeah, for that to crop up. People are able to feed themselves. You know, they're not <laughs> yeah, that stupid. That's so. true. Um, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Getting back to the uh, Congress for a second, you would be a good person to ask this of, having uh, huh. been a political satirist for so long. Is this truly the know. most dysfunctional Congress? I, I, I say stupid people, and you say, let's get back to Congress. Was there a specific segue, man? <laughs> Maybe it was a, a, Freudian, a Freudian thing there. You said stupid, and I naturally reacted. Hey, speaking of stupid people, <laughs> is this uh, that answers part of my question then. Is is this the most dysfunctional Congress you've ever seen, or has it always been pretty dysfunctional, uh, at least in the post-war era? Yeah, well, it's it's just a pendulum swing, and the pendulum keeps further towards the... Uh, Dysfunctional. It's uh, eventually going to blow up. Uh, I don't. I. It. It just seems like uh, the people, because Republicans are getting what they call primary from the right. You know that they can't compromise at all. And Mitch McConnell is in danger himself of being primary. So that's why he's, you know, the reanimated Halloween pumpkin that is uh, Mitch McConnell. That's why he's leading his cohorts over the over the cliff. And I think with this I think with the gun background check thing, they might have they might have gone one travesty too far. There might be people who remember that. Because what they're counting on is that only only gun nuts will vote on one issue. That gun control nuts who are the rest of us, that we don't really vote based on that one issue. Yeah. So that's what they're well, so maybe this time they will. Well, the thing that surprised me about McConnell and that whole dust-up he had a couple of weeks ago uh, about that uh, his office uh, allegedly being bugged was it, if you can't beat a Hollywood actress with no political experience and you have to like start digging into like you know personal stuff, you should you just retire, man. That's how he beat everybody, though. That's, That's true. Uh, yeah. Well, I. That was just. 
as I pointed out in some this dumb bit I did, you know, he it was I thought it was hilarious that he got up there and said, "Oh, just fairly Nixonian tactics." I know, uncovering your Nixonian tactics. <laughs> has to be the quote of the year. Yeah, I don't think uh, irony is uh, is you know in his state. No, I don't think it's one not, of the arrows in his quiver. Not their strong suit, no. Boy, how good would Nixon would Nixon look these days? <clears throat> I know. I'm, I'm, I do a little joke about uh, Nixon couldn't even win a primary these days. Oh, no. You know? No way. The guy who brought us OSHA and the EPA. Yeah. And so many. And suggested you know, healthcare. Course, JFK, JFK would, wouldn't uh, wouldn't have lasted either. He would have gone the way of Gary Hart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw a clip where Nixon had suggested uh, a healthcare system not unlike they have in Britain. And a minimum wage. Yeah. I mean, a minimum income. Yeah. That uh, people get $3,000 a year. Well, that I, I heard just the other day that came from uh, Milton Friedman. It was called the reverse income tax. And right. uh, they played a clip on NPR of him being interviewed by William F. Buckley. And Buckley would have none of it. But uh, Friedman was saying, no, this is the way to, to bring up the bottom end, you know? And boy, imagine trying to get them to buy into that nowadays. Yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's wrong with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you, you think we, if we take the money out of the politics, if we uh, do we try to get a more educated uh, voter base? I mean, what's? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's uh, you know if we did spend more on education, that people would realize by you get more done by working together. But uh, yeah, they're 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 just focused on getting reelected, and by getting reelected means they have to take care of the moneyed interests because that's how they get. Uh, money to pay for their re-election campaign. There's no money in doing the right thing, apparently. No. Um, so, anything else you want to promote? I know you do your. Do uh, you still do those um, those radio spots? Yeah, doing uh, doing some radio commentaries. Still doing those, and uh, get a nationally syndicated little column that That's goes right. out occasionally. And uh, yeah, they can. They can find out about all that stuff at wilders.com. Perfect. All right. Very good, sir. Um, well, uh, good luck in Minneapolis next week, I believe it is. You'll be there. And um, what other dates do you have coming up around the country? Because uh, we never seem to see you in Cincinnati. Man, I would love to come to Cincinnati. We have Go Bananas here, and uh, which I think you do very well at, by the way, and uh, Funny Bone. It's part of the improv empire. Yeah, well, uh, anybody looking for smart comedy, you know. There you uh, go. I'm in. All right, cool, man. Okay. I'll uh, I'll mention some things to some folks. I appreciate, it, man. Cool. Every little bit helps. Yeah, exactly. All right, sir. Well, good talking to you as always. Getting your insight on all this stuff is always fascinating. All right, Mr. Wilson, you stay out of trouble, sir. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Thanks a lot. We'll see you all around right. the digital pool. Will do. Bye bye. Thanks again to Will Durst for being on the show. And hey, look, we've got some time to hear a brand new track from Andy Hawk and the Trainwreck Endings. This is Sorta, Kinda, Maybe on PF Tape Recorder. Masquerades A twisted phrase The strangest things turn into fact The story true but not exact Up the track I've been walking sideways through my mind 
sorta, kinda, maybe, Andy Hawk and the train wreck endings. I feel like Zane Lowe when I do this. Uh, the brand new album is out now. It came out April 23rd. It is downloadable in iTunes from May 7th. You can go there and pre-order it right now. We will have the link to that on the Podbean page. In the meantime, you can find Andy Hawk and all things Andy Hawk and the train wreck endings at andyhawk.com. Thanks again to Will Durst for being on the program as well. Will Durst can be found at willdurst.com. All kinds of great stuff there. His podcast, his writings, very prolific guy. He is in Minneapolis, May 1st through the 4th at the Acme Comedy Club, the venerable Acme Comedy Club. So go check him out if you're in the Twin Cities. All right, PS Tape Recorder. Uh, let me see. Where should we start? Logo designed by Dan Coble. Dan and Logan's podcast is still available in iTunes, Magic Potion. Go dig that there. Uh, we'll also have the link to their uh, direct page on our Podbean page as well. Music for PS Tape Recorder was composed and performed by John Veropoulos and Doug O'Connor with a little help from me. Uh, like this podcast on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. And uh, Oh yes, I have a, one announcement for myself for those of you in Southwest Ohio. PF Trivia Live will return May 9th at McLevy's Bar. That is the bar next to Go Bananas in Montgomery. They're in the Festival Marketplace. Show starts at 8. We'll be doing some trivia, giving away some prizes, so do stop out and support us. And other than that, so long, and thanks for listening. Thank you.